Welcome to Womb Space. I'm your host, Lindsay Sarah. I'm a womb healing guide and a fertility awareness method educator. I guide wild souls like you to connect to your womb, feel free in your body, and develop unshakable trust in your intuition. Here we explore what's held in your womb space, the magic of the menstrual cycle, avoiding pregnancy naturally, conscious conception, and your innate connection to the moon, the earth, and to your ancestors. Womb space weaves science and spirituality so that you feel clear and confident caring for your womb. So let's dive in. When I first discovered that I'm a witch, it scared the shit out of me (laughs) because there's so much misinformation out there about witchcraft and, you know, I was afraid of judgment and of being misunderstood. But at the same time, I felt like I was fully stepping into my power for the first time. I felt such a sense of validation knowing that there are other people like me out there who are practicing witchcraft and who are witches. And so I want to go ahead in this podcast and dive into what being a witch means to me and how I discovered that I am a witch. So what's a witch? For me, a witch is someone who's here to heal themselves, their community, and the earth through their connection with nature and their intuition. I also view witchcraft as having two aspects. So one is a form of spirituality and another is this group of people who historically were healers, midwives, and herbalists in their communities. So witchcraft as a form of spirituality is earth-based. It's about connecting to the earth as the great mother. It's about connecting to the moon cycle for guidance and connecting to the changes of the seasons and the kind of energy that each season brings. It's often also called paganism. Now, when we look at witches as a group of healers, we're going to go back in time here. We're going to go back to medieval times. In this time, there were healers, midwives, and herbalists, and I bet that you've had one or many of these people in your lineage because everyone's lineage was connected to the earth at some point. Now, these were the people, mainly women in their communities, who turned to nature, who turned to their womb wisdom and the energy around us to heal others. These women were referred to as wise women by the people because they had so much wisdom, of course, but they were referred to as witches by the church and by male medical doctors who were very intertwined at that point because doctors were often working through the church to heal with the help of God. So the church and the doctors felt this sense of competition toward these wise women because they were freaking good at what they did. <laughs> they were amazing, okay? They were amazing at their, their healing arts. And because of this, 
people wanted to go to them. And the church and the doctors felt a sense of competition toward these wise women. They were essentially, I mean, the way that the church and the doctors view it is that the wise women are taking their clients because people were actually being helped and healed by these wise women. And the wise women were were healing others based on knowledge that they had of the body and of plant medicine, whereas doctors at the time were working within the church and within religion to heal others. So the doctors in the church were like, how can these wise women be healing others without the help of God? It must be witchcraft. And so there we have the labeling of this group of healers as witches. And in order to do away with their competition, they burned them at the stake. So for me, being a witch is about connecting to nature as a form of spirituality, yes. But it's also about reclaiming the term witch for myself to honor the witches who were burned because I know that the work I do today would have got me burned in the past. And this is also why I've created my new group program, Witch and Womb. I want you to be able to honor the witches in your lineage and reclaim your inner witch as well because I know how powerful this journey is. Now, I want to let you in on how I discovered that I'm a witch. So there was a time in my mid-20s where I was really diving into spirituality and my yoga teacher training was the, the pathway and the opening for me to begin to dive in. I was attending women's circles, I was following the moon cycle, I was beginning to connect with my menstrual cycle, and I was also beginning to guide others on their healing journeys because I had started teaching yoga and I had started offering Reiki healing. And I'm not saying that yoga and Reiki are witchcraft. I mean, they're different things, but I'm just saying that this was my, you know, portal and pathway into exploring spirituality in a way that I haven't before. So, you know, I just thought I'm, I'm being spiritual, you know? Um, I didn't realize that like what I was really drawn to within, you know, attending women's circles and following the moon cycle and connecting to nature, I didn't know that there was a more specific term for it to like describe what I was actually exploring until I took a psychology of women class at NYU while I was getting my master's in social work. So in this class, we, we had so much freedom. It was a very cool class. But in this class, we were just told to write a paper on anything pertaining to women. So I started researching. I started researching. I don't even remember what I started with, but I ended up finding a term called feminist spirituality. And I was like, mm-hmm, yes, this is what I want to dive deeper into. So I kept digging. I kept digging. And then I found witchcraft. I found the term witchcraft. And I started reading about it. 
And it was just all of this research, first of all. I mean, it blew my mind that there was like research out there in academic journals about people practicing witchcraft and finding healing through witchcraft. And as I read more and more about it, I realized like this is actually what I feel so called to. Like this is what I feel like I was innately doing without even knowing what I was doing. So there was, you know, all of this research about ritual and um, gatherings and body work and dancing and trance work and, you know, breath work and all of these things that I was exploring. And really what I found was that witchcraft was this uh, this pathway of healing yourself, healing others, and healing the earth through one's connection to nature. And I was like, this, this is it. This is it. This I was what I've been practicing and tapping into without having a word to describe it. I was practicing witchcraft. And, you know, like I said in the beginning, it scared the shit out of me, (laughs) but it also awakened my soul. I felt so validated. So I want to share with you some of the findings from my paper. A lot of it was qualitative research because that's what was out there. But I really find qualitative research so valuable because that's where you really get to feel into people's personal experiences. If you're not familiar with qualitative versus quantitative, quantitative is like numbers. I mean, it goes further than that, but like think about it that way (laughs) just to simplify it. And then qualitative is like interviewing people and understanding their personal experiences. So... I know I mentioned the witch burnings as being one form of suppression of witches throughout history, but really for 300,000 years, our ancestors worshipped the earth, they worshipped goddesses, but this way of life was overthrown by Aryan warriors and the introduction of patriarchal religions. Despite these instances of extreme violence, goddess worship and witchcraft and connection to this earth-based spirituality and and earth-based way of life it was never completely exterminated right like there are still people today small groups of pagans and witches you know it's also you don't have to gather with people in order to be a witch there are individuals as well and these are people who are still practicing witchcraft and connecting back to the earth. So what I found is that there are four ways in which healing can take place through witchcraft. I mean, there's so many ways, but (laughs) these are the four ways I focus on in my paper that I was able to find through research. So one is personal exploration through symbols, such as the wheel of the year. The wheel is really showing that like we go through this repetitive cycle of seasons. There's also healing that takes place through witch camps where hundreds of witches gather to engage in collective healing. In a 1997 witch camp, now I'm citing my paper, a ritual focused on environmental activism was conducted specifically to protect the California redwood forests. So I want to share what this ritual was about because I feel like when I was doing this research, 
this like really, really spoke to me. So ritual participants each cut a lock of their hair to be woven into a collective braid that was brought to the trees as a symbol of protection. How amazing is that? How powerful is that? And I love this aspect of creativity in witchcraft and in ritual because it's not like you have to follow specific things. You really get to use your intuition and your creativity to find rituals and ways of exploring your connection to healing that deeply resonate with you and that express what you are feeling and what you're putting out there into the world. Now, there's also healing through women's circles, also known as covens, groups of witches. So healing occurs in well, I mean, some women's circles, I can't say this for all women's circles, but at least for, you know, witchcraft and what I found in my paper is that healing occurs in women's circles on full and new moons, as well as on the eight earth holidays from the wheel of the year. So when I was talking about the wheel of the year before we have the solstices and the equinoxes, and then we have four holidays that fall on the midpoints of each season, which makes eight earth holidays. These groups provide a space to mark transitions, to heal from violence, and to become agents in creating personal and social change. And joining my group program, Witch and Womb, will be like joining a coven because you're going to become a part of a magical group of humans who are going to be on this journey with you to reclaim their inner witch with you. Now, One other aspect that I found super interesting was the use of sacred ritual and psychotherapy. Now, when I was in social work school, I knew the power. I mean, especially as I kept, you know, going in, in, um, social work school and in my journey as a witch, I knew the power of ritual. I knew the healing power that witchcraft was bringing to me. It was like, nothing that I had felt in psychotherapy before. It was a a different kind of healing, like a very spiritual, very connected, very deep, you know, in my body, in my soul, in my energy type of healing. And I knew how powerful this was. And when I was in social work school, I wanted to become a therapist. So I was just thinking like, wow, how powerful would it be if I was able to bring this kind of healing into my therapy sessions, into my work with my clients? And I didn't know of anyone who was doing this because we certainly didn't learn about that in my classes. So I found this article by Anne Bewley, who is a certified clinical mental health counselor. And she really emphasizes the sacredness of ritual practices within therapy in order to promote healing. So she actually creates customized rituals with her clients. And they, you know, if you want to learn more about what these rituals look like, I'm going to attach my paper in the show notes. So you can definitely check it out there. Um, And, you know, not only about the rituals, but about everything else that I had, that I've spoken about so far. 
I really expanded upon that deeply in the paper. So I've, I put the link to the paper in the show notes, check it out if you're interested and if you're want, and if you want to learn more. Now, that being said, I often get the question, how do I know if I'm a witch? So you don't need anyone else's permission to be a witch. It's not something that you're necessarily born into. It's not like your family has to be witches in order for you to be a witch. It's not something that you have to convert into. It's spirituality. It's a way of being. It's your connection to the earth. It's not a religion. So no one gets to decide for you if you're a witch. This is something that is deeply personal and that you get to decide for yourself. But the way I usually share this is like, if you feel that you're a witch, then you're a witch. That's it. (laughs) You don't have to have years of experience. You don't have to join a witch school. You don't have to get a spell book. If you feel that you're a witch, then you are a witch. Now, I'm going to read something to you from my personal appendix in my paper because I wrote the paper and there was a lot of research, but then I added on my own personal appendix of me just like realizing that what I was already doing and exploring from within my intuition was actually witchcraft and I was just really putting the pieces together. So I said, the other night on the full moon, I lit candles, I turned on music, and I intuitively moved and danced. As I turned around, I noticed my shadow on the wall. And this ritual then became about dancing with my shadow self, the parts of myself that I bury. Dancing this way felt magical and freeing. So it's these types of experiences that help me realize that I'm a witch. And when I first discovered that I'm a witch, I didn't really want to tell many people because it was so sacred to me that I didn't want it to be like tainted by, you know, misjudgment or ignorance. And so I kept it to myself and, you know, a few friends who I knew would understand. But now that I've been with this for a while and really had time to integrate and to explore on my own. It's time for me to share it with the world. (laughs) So I felt this such a strong pull for me to share this magic with others and to help you awaken your inner witch too, to help you feel connected to the cycles of the earth and reclaim the history of healers in your lineage. So with that being said, in this spirit of sharing, this spirit of this, it just feels so natural. It's such a calling for me to share right now. I've created a new program called Witch and Womb to awaken your inner self healer and ignite your intuition. The energy of this program is so powerful and potent. Like every time I create a program, I view it as a a being, like an energetic being, and I feel into the energy of the program and the energy of this program is just wow it is so potent it is so powerful I am like I I just can't wait to share it with the world I can't wait to share it with you it's so driven by what I'm feeling that spirit and my ancestors want me to share with the world right now 
So it's open for early enrollment now at the early bird rate. So if you're ready to snag your spot, head to the link in the show notes and check out the details to apply. It's eight weeks long and you don't have to know if you're a witch to join. It's okay if you don't know yet. You just need to be open to learning and open to connecting to your ancestors. And if you're not sure if you're ready to fully dive into the journey, there's also a free meditation in the show notes as well to awaken your inner witch. So I encourage you to download that too. And because this is the launch of the Womb Space podcast, I am hosting a giveaway as well. So if you write a review on my podcast and take a screenshot of it and DM it to me on Instagram at flow with your flow. You will be entered into the giveaway. You'll have a bonus entry into the giveaway. If you also share one of the podcast episodes in your Instagram stories, and you'll be entered in to win either a one-on-one session with me or a $25 American Express gift card so you can spend it on whatever you want. It's your choice, so if you're chosen as the winner, I will reach out to you on Instagram and ask you what you prefer. And the giveaway is available until April 29th, so that's the last day that you can enter. Thank you so much for tuning into Womb Space. I'm so grateful to be able to share the magic of the womb with you. If this episode spoke to you, I invite you to share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at flow with your flow. Make sure to also subscribe to the show. And I'd be so grateful if you left a review as you continue on with your day, I encourage you to listen to your womb and body and to honor your energy. 